0: Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Friday morning. Welcome to the end of the week and the start of the weekend. Well, soon. Today, this is another brief episode, so my apologies, but I'm going to try and finish off the week Uh, you know, work-wise very strong so that I can really enjoy the weekend. Today I just wanted to talk very briefly a little bit about this idea I've had recently and it's basically this, straight to the point. Kratom is kind of like following the natural life cycle of substances that gain attraction, you know, but from the public and from people who feel that they can benefit from it and from people who don't like it and think that it's a menace to society and everyone in between. It seems to me like there's kind of a natural life cycle to that sort of situation. And um, it it doesn't, I don't think historically speaking in the U.S. because this is a very broad statement I'm making. So I I definitely am not going to be able to back this up. It's more of a feeling. But if I'm just like meandering through my own thoughts about history, I think about marijuana or alcohol. Those two things had been around. You know, they'd been there when when their time had come to to be considered on the chopping block. And it it kind of came to and both of them ended up being chopped, you know, but then one of them was brought back. And the reasoning is very different, of course, the people involved were very different. And, you know, it was like, what, 30 years apart, 40 years apart, something like that. And then also you have the other examples of, like, uh, opioid pain prescription medications and even over-the-counter things that were for pain and other similar, you know, ailments that um, once the opioid crisis really started kicking off, you started seeing those things disappear off the shelves, not because people were buying them anymore, but because the, the regulation around them and making it so you can't just get them or you can't just get a prescription for something, even if you did need it. Um, the regulation came afterwards, of course, like the attention and and. That's a completely different scenario. What is it that kind of binds these things together and makes governments step in and and create some sort of framework for banning it or not banning it? What And, and not just government. What is it that that brings other people who, who want to see anything happen when it comes to the substance, whether they want to see it banned or, you know, made legal everywhere? Um, what is it that makes them come out and make that happen or not? It seems to me that the unifying factor with all these substances, as they kind of gain a lot of popularity and then a decision comes to a head, it seems to me that the unifying factor for all these things is the perceived notion of how much of a detriment to society that substance has been and is currently. And at, you know, face value, that's kind of obvious. Like, of course, anyone can come up and be like, well, you just wasted the first three minutes of your podcast episode saying something that anybody would think of in 10 seconds of course people are going to ban something or not ban something based on if it's dangerous or not in their minds like that's basically what that means right well yes <laughs> totally you are right but the additional thing that i'm thinking about is just the interesting aspect of that when it comes to history because if something happens or if, if, if let's just say if a substance is gaining in popularity during the opioid crisis wink wink nod nod Versus a substance gaining popularity, you know, during the Thai monarchy when the opium black market is at its peak, wink, wink, nod, nod, you might see something similar happen because there's this focus on that area of substances already in various ways. But if you were to take that same substance and you start making it popular in, I don't know, let's just say the 1870s when people are putting cocaine in 10-year-olds' mouths to do dentist work, you know, <laughs> like, like, you know, cocaine and mercury and morphine, that, you know, if, if basically, if Kratom was gaining popularity in the 1870s, no one would care at all. And I think that that's my point. How weird and interesting it is that just based on the time period we're in and what people have experienced relatively recently what society is thinking of afraid of dealing with for all good reasons mostly that that is what can influence the banning of a substance and not necessarily simply is it good or bad there you go now i'm gonna stop all right hope it wasn't too much of a waste of your morning i've got to get to work but that's the thing i'm thinking of today take it easy everyone have a great weekend we'll be back on monday talk to you then bye bye